We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome back, guys. The Words on Fire podcast. Your boy, Cujo. My man, Jules, in the house. Yep. Don't forget, follow us on the IG at the Words on Fire podcast. Uh, I think we have a Facebook. We never look at it, though. Uh, we got a <laughs> website that, that we're just trying to uh, we're trying to fix. It's uh, podcast. You can check out all our... Um, we got a little bit of bio info. We're going to get... Uh, so we're going to see how I could get a gallery on there so you can show you a picture of all the people that we've been... Uh, had the luxury of uh, you know stopping by to talk to us, uh, give a little bit of bio of us. Uh, Jules is going to be doing um, Naked Thursdays, I think. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Coming up pretty soon. Random dick pics, <laughs> um, not necessarily his. There's an orangutan. There's a fucking squirrel. Oh, there's yeah. a little bit of everything, you know. A little that's blessed <laughs> orangutan. <laughs> sending blessings. Big boned. <laughs> <laughs> sending blessings everywhere um yes yeah, so, and also don't forget uh subscribe like review uh or was it subscribe rate review all that good shit uh let us leave us a review though that's most important so we can know what we're fucking up on uh let us know how much either you like it you hate it either we're cool or we suck uh everything helps um that way we can all know what the fuck we're doing uh, shout out to our sister uh, podcast uh, El Chisme with Gabby and Becky Give them a, a listen to They're two crazy bitches that um, <laughs> They're two crazy bitches that like to talk shit um, And I can say that because one's my old lady So I'm allowed By law I can say I'll that i just say they're crazy <laughs> No by law I can say that I think I, I think I have to say that I think it's like a copyright thing yeah, yeah. Um, This week we're blessed enough and lucky enough to continue our streak of bringing amazing fucking people on. Uh, we got the voice of Just a Tip. Uh, what is it? C- uh, Productions or Inc.? Just a Tip LLC. Okay, there we go. Ah. If you know that voice, if you heard that voice, and you know you've listened to sports radio here in El Paso um, on Facebook, Twitch, and uh, what's the other one that you said? Twitter. Twitter. Mm. There you go. The man goes by the name of Mike Tipton. Mike, what's going on? What's going on, man? And you know what's funny about that? Like a lot what's of people that? think it's a stage name. Like it's my actual name. <laughs> and I'm blessed enough to like not look like Mike Tipton. So right. it comes out as a stage name. Like it's perfect. That's perfect. That's yeah. like, oh, so that's your real name. It was your stripper name. Bro. That was like Dirk Diggler or <laughs> yeah. some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish. Right. <laughs> or else he wouldn't be doing podcasts and fucking radio. He'd be on a different type of fucking network. <laughs> So what's good, Mike? How, how you been, man? How's this corona shit treating you, bro? You know, surprisingly, man, like, I, I look at, like, 2020 as, like, a completely different view than a lot of people because mm-hmm. for me it was, like, a blessing, right? Like, oh, shit. I, I, was, I was able to buy a house. Right. So, okay. like, my wife and I, we finally bought a house. Like, it's it's our, you know, forever home. Yeah. And, like, our, our kids are going to get to grow up there and do all congrats, that. Congrats, congrats. And we did that, like, in April. Like, like whenever this thing just, you know, first yeah, yeah. really started hitting. Like, right. we're like, well, you know what's the best time to buy a house when you can't even go look at it? Like, let's, let's, let's just, just do go. it right now. Right. But, like, we fell in love with the house, so we bought the house. And for me, because of doing, like, the radio stuff, you can do a lot of this stuff at home. Like, as you know, right. like, you yeah. just record this stuff at home. Right. So, for me, it was, like, because I gave so much to radio where I was putting in, like, 70, 80 hours a week, mm-hmm. 
I got to do that stuff at home. I got to be around my kids. Right. And for me, it was like making up for lost time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. when I, I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff out there, you know, like with all the deaths and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, I look at it as a more optimistic way of like, look, it, it allowed me to buy the house. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to get time with my kids. So for me, right. like it, it was a win. It's a win-win. Yeah. Damn, that, that, that's that's rare that you actually hear people look at it on the bright side. Because I mean, like you said, with all the deaths and all the all the fake numbers that we're getting here in El Paso, because El Paso just said that they're changing um, the way that they count deaths. Because uh, what? what is it? Yeah, K Fox had just Wait, is he I, dead, dead. No, no, <laughs> no, or not deaths. I should say uh, people that are counted towards actually infected right now. Because K Fox did a special on it, and they're saying, "Hey, um, your numbers aren't accurate." And I believe I can't remember exactly who it was from the El Paso. I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, the numbers are probably like a third of what they're actually out there for people that are wow. actually what um, that are actually infected. So what the whole thing with that was is that what, what was supposed to happen? I guess once you come out of uh, as positive for COVID, you get a call from the city, and they're like, hey, you know what? You need a quarantine. Do this. Do that. Or yeah. the other. They're supposed to call you back ten to fourteen days later. To see if you're negative. Yeah. And if you're negative, then your number comes off of the count. Oh, okay. They haven't made any calls. So oh, the numbers so everybody's keep on going the- up, mm-hmm. even though the majority of them are actually already like COVID-free. Yeah. Oh, so that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there was uh, Keenan, Keenan Willard, I think it was, that white dude on, uh, on KFOX was the one that was bringing this to the attention of, I'm not sure if it was local or if it was statewide. Because they're like, yeah, something's not right. Like, you know, when the white dude starts talking, they all yeah. listen. <laughs> you got to listen. You got to listen. <laughs> you got to listen. All right, Mike. So what got you into radio? How, how, how did this whole spin get you to where you're at right now, man? So for me, it's like I grew up listening to like Power 102 and like KLAQ, right? And like yeah. I loved Buzz and like my dude on Power 102 was Victor Starr. I don't know if you guys remember that, but mm-hmm. they used to have a thing called like Power 9 and 9, right? With this fucking little ponytail. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember like in like second grade or third grade, something like that, like he went and he did a career day at Escon 3 us where mm-hmm. like I grew up, right? So for me, I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And then I got into like high school and I was like, I want to go see, like, I'm going to go talk to somebody about radio. And like, mm-hmm. I went over to somebody and I spoke to them about radio and they're like, I hate my life. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do something else. I'm going to go to the Air Force. I did all that. Right. right. Yeah. But my mother had always told me, she's like, oh, you got the voice. And I get that all the, oh, you got the yeah. voice for radio, right? Yeah, like, yeah. there's bass, go do radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I, I kind of stayed away from it and like, I did all that stuff. But whenever she passed away, I was living in Alaska. I told mm-hmm. you, like, I was yeah. up there at that time. And I I wasn't there whenever she passed away because mm-hmm. obviously I was up in Alaska. Stationed. I didn't get to say goodbye or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, so whenever whenever I came down for like the funeral, like my heart was broken. You don't get to say bye to your mother. No, your no, heart is horrible. broken. Absolutely horrible. So for me, it was like, okay, well, what can I do that kind of pays homage to her? And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, she wanted me to be on radio. Mm-hmm. 2014 in January, whenever she passed away, I was like, I'm gonna go do radio. So yeah. I, I finished whatever it was that I was doing up in Alaska. I moved right. back here to El Paso in September. I enrolled in UTEP. I had no clue what it was I was going to do. Yeah. I walked over to some dude, and I was like, I know that there's a radio station here on campus. Yeah. Where is it? What is it, KTEP, right? Yeah. They, okay. they pointed me in the direction of KTEP. I walked over to like their operations manager, and I do not recommend this for anybody because you don't just walk <laughs> into a building. Yeah. But I walked in there, and I said, what do I have to do to work for you? Right. Oh, wow. And D was like, You've got great pipes show up like, you know, in May once you get enrolled and stuff so we can actually do this stuff, right? Right. May 26, 2015 is the first day that I started as a volunteer, unpaid. Yeah. Doing stuff over at like KTEP. Mm-hmm. That got me a uh, uh, an internship again, 
unpaid right. with uh, Town Square, so like KLAQ, 600 ESPN, and KISS, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't get a paid gig in radio until like March of 2016, and Damn. it was like minimum wage part-time. Yep. But I was happy, dude, because yeah, yeah. like- That's what you loved. Yeah. yeah, and like I was a full-time student. Like I, I only had one kid at that time. Yeah. And- yeah, like I, I I got to do radio and like <laughs> it's gonna sound so nerdy because like the very first time you hear yourself on like a commercial, right? Yeah. You're sitting there glued to the radio, man. Oh, you're yeah. like, when is this commercial gonna play? <laughs> and like I, I would go to like the logs. I'd be like, okay, well I'm gonna be in class at this time. Uh, picking up the boy at this time, I might be able to hear right, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, waiting for him. <laughs> oh yeah. Man. And what what commercial was it? Do you remember? Uh, it it was just like uh because it was on K yeah, so yeah. it was it was just like a like a five second tag of like listen tonight at seven o'clock on KTE eighty eight point five FM and like that's what it was. <laughs> awesome. so, so for me, I was like, oh my god, I'm a celebrity now. <laughs> <laughs> was it a one take? <laughs> one take. We'll do I, it again. I, I wish it was. Like, I, I, I wish I had that confidence. But <laughs> like, nerves. Like even listening to like me now, right? Like yeah. you, you hear this and you're like, oh, well, you know, you did all the stuff at Kelly Q, and then like, and just you know, pat myself on the back. You went up to ESPN's headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut. And right. Like now you're back and you had like your own sports show. Mm-hmm. I still get nervous doing stuff like this, man, because I want it to be perfect, perfect. because yeah. of how much I put into it. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No. Well, we feel you. We 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 wish you could do that. We just. We don't give a fuck after a while. <laughs> and this is the outcome. Yeah. <laughs> this is the outcome. That I happens. hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> no, no, trust me. It is the same way, yeah. man. Like the first time I heard that, like that, that spot that I told you about, I heard yeah. it. I was like, man, I sound so bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and like that night, like I redid it like four or five times. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to leave it because I'm just going to nitpick everything yep. now. Like that Howard Stern, <laughs> that uh, CNBC. <laughs> CNBC. That's where it all starts it all starts with one it's that lucky break that like you said that, that you need to get so evolving from going from ktep to uh you're finally your first paid gig um you said the first paid gig was for uh it was town square media town square it was media. it was uh producing steve kaplowitz's show sports okay. talk on 600 espn and that's okay. how you got into the sports i guess yeah network style or whatnot Technically, yeah. yeah. Um, like I, I actually told you all, like I started doing a podcast before I started doing any of this stuff because like I wasn't getting airtime. And right. like I, I was the type of person where I was like, I'm 31 years old, like I don't need to be this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is it that like I could find my niche, right? And I yeah. always wanted to do sports stuff because sports is always evolving. It's always mm-hmm. doing a bunch of different stuff. So I was like, I'm going to start writing articles because I wanted to be a journalist. And then I thought to myself, right. when was the last time you looked at a damn newspaper, you yeah. idiot? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't seen a newspaper. <laughs> no. uh, I saw one at the Circle K on Sunday. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, they still have that. <laughs> <laughs> was it cur- I miss them, though. I was, miss was, it, was it current or was it an old, 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 old edition? <laughs> I think it said 1999. That's weird. <laughs> we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. Yes. <laughs> Why everyone in El Paso is doing the Charleston. <laughs> but, but like, so I thought about that and I was like, okay, well, let me just do podcasts because like I want to do radio, right? Yeah. So like I started recording stuff and I think my first podcast was like four and a half hours. Yep. Oh, yeah. Same because here. like you just like, you, you, you just, just want to do everything, right? Yeah. And I had like seven or eight guests and like, I like it, it was insane, <laughs> man. Right. And it was all one take. Like that one was just one really? take mm-hmm. because I thought to myself, 
I'm not going to edit anything out because I want it to be as genuine as possible. Right. Mm. So whenever I started doing stuff on like Kaplowitz's show, mm-hmm. my thought was, I'm not going to BS anybody. Like yeah. if, you, if UTEP's bad, they're fucking bad. Yeah. Like, like it, it's that simple, right? Like yeah. you, you can't sit there and try to sugarcoat stuff because mm-hmm. then people, you lose your credibility with people. Yeah. So for me, it was like, okay, well, it's always going to be the truth no matter how hard the truth is going to be. And if I'm wrong, I am the rare person who I'll be like, you know what, guys? I was wrong. That's a beauty about it. I mean, it, it's just like a weatherman. You know, you could say, you know, I'm expected for this to happen. If it happens, great. If not, well, you know, my bad. <laughs> the weather changes. Shit. What do you want me to say? Well, it, it was like this past Tuesday where it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to snow all day. And it was just like sunny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, where's the snow? <laughs> for a yeah. second. For yeah, a second. You can't yeah. ever call them out on it because they're like, well, you know, the weather is hard to do. Well, no shit. You look outside. It yeah, might rain. All right, cool. Let's go back inside. Well, you told me to put 12 jackets on. <laughs> now I'm sweating balls out here. So with the podcasting, do you think now that the evolution of podcasting and internet radio and all that, do you think this is taking over for what now what old school people would see like what radio was or public radio? Yeah. Um, is podcasting the new norm? Because, I mean, now when you look on there, everybody's got a podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The news anchors, the, they're promoting their podcast. Yeah, that, yeah, everybody has it. You don't have to have any experience. All you have to do is be able to afford the equipment and you're good to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think this is the new? This is going to be the new norm and podcasts are now going to be, uh, certain podcasts are going to start coming out on the actual radio as opposed to actual radio shows. See, I, w- I would love to think that that's going to be the case because mm-hmm. like, I feel like there is a, a space for like podcasting. And to me, radio does need to evolve, right? Like right. it is super, like the, the format that most people use with radio is like built in the 1970s. Yeah, it's super traditional. Unless it's like a Chevelle or a Mustang or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't care about anything from the 1970s or 60s, yeah. right? Like <laughs> yeah. that, that's just the way that I am. You don't like Wolfman Jack? Uh, uh, that might have been a little before my time, bro. <laughs> my I was like, I'm 36 and I feel old, and uh, you just made me feel young again. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up there, bro. <laughs> no, we know Wolf, man. We remember Wolf. That guy was fucking nuts. But for me, like, th- this is what people want to listen to, right? Like, of yeah. course, you're going to have your people that are always going to want to listen to, like, music and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing about radio, but. Unless you're breaking new artists in like music, your stuff gets kind of stagnant. Yeah, and especially with like corporate radio, you mm-hmm. can tell like there is a set playlist. They want this song at this time, and we're yep. gonna we're gonna jam this sucker down your throat mm-hmm. until you either a love it or b hate everything about it. But yeah. you're gonna talk about you it. You can right? never play what you like. No, like, uh, only when you're doing the mix shows, uh, yeah. like on on power. Mm-hmm. Um, only when you're doing the mix shows, you can play that. But you only play a certain amount of it because um, there's uh, what's called I don't know. They still do a payola. Mm-hmm. Uh, where all right um because i remember when i was at i worked there at uh power uh for clear channel and i was a promotions guy there and i remember when rca records would come in in town like once every uh, once every six months or once every year and my uh my boss at that time Candyman. that's how back, far back i go back in you know, 99 <laughs> nice Candyman, uh the music director was like oh you know what you, these guys are coming in he'd go up to every employee that worked there and be like hey dude what are you doing on friday what are you doing on Friday? You got plans? Meet me here at the station at six. We're going somewhere. I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I was like, hey, dude, well, I got a, I got a remote to do. I, I think I had a remote to do at Babylon. The Babylon nice. Club. Oh, shit. Wow. Babylon was a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, how yeah. that's how far back I go. That's what I'm talking so about. I was like, hey, boss, I got I got a promotion. We got you know we got this uh, remote live remote to do at Babylon at nine. He's like, fuck it, show up here at six. I was like, all right. So he'd roll in with forty fucking people from the station, and there's two record guys. 
And the guy'd be like, "Hey, man, I thought it was just gonna be us." I was like, "Oh, well, you're in town. It's rare that we see you, so you know we just wanted to say thank you." So which means that we're gonna fuck you for a bill. So we went to Kona Creek. I don't know if you remember Kona Creek yeah, back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Back in the, in '99, that motherfucker was like thirty dollars just to get in the motherfucker. Like there's like <laughs> there's like a cover charge. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys would show up, and we have like a whole back room table. Fucking forty of us, the two execs. The two execs, of course, were sitting next to Candyman. And the whole time, they're like, "Hey, so uh, we got these three new records, these three new artists coming out. What do we got to do? You know, how, how, what's your what's your budget line look like? How they uh, they put it so that way they could promote the fuck out of it. Like you said, um, you you'd hear. I remember Aaliyah was one of them with that. Um, uh, what's that song with the with the baby in the background? The ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um, fucking uh, I can't remember. It escapes me right now. It was a Timbaland beat. Mm, Um, But anyways, that was a song that they were really trying to push before she passed. And it got to the point where they were playing it four times an hour because that's how much they were trying to push it. So he's like, well, if you want to do that, you know, just don't worry. Go ahead and cover us tonight. All right. So they tell us, hey, Kujo, what do you want to drink? I'm 18. I'm like, uh, I'll have a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. What do you want to drink? <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm 18. He's like, what, what, what's your favorite drink? And at that time, I was like, uh, you I have like, more liquor here? Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> have like some 45. You got some OEs in this bitch. Um, no, at that time, I was, I was drinking a, a Boone's Farm? Goldschlager. Ooh. I would drink Goldschlager. Yeah, I would drink Goldschlager. Shit comes out my nose. So everybody like that was there, like say if you you and uh, you and your old lady went. Yeah. Whatever you guys want, like say you like uh say you like a uh, ghost slogger also yeah. a bottle for them a bottle for them this wow. motherfucker we would run up like a five thousand dollar tab on these cats and they just put their gold card like of nothing then they're like hey you guys want to go to strip club it's on them mm-hmm. dude you'd rent out every bitch at the fucking strip club <laughs> nobody would dance once those motherfuckers were there because they were all there at your table because they're dropping another six seven G's. <sighs> So yeah, so so Sounds certain like a great time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So if you have a good music, uh, what was he was a if you, if you got a good boss that's in charge, he will take everybody. Yeah. Now there's other assholes that I've heard that just take either the the guy who's making the most money, who's coming out of the most spots, give the most requests, like you said for remotes, and just keeping it small. Yeah. But no, it, it, here at Power Dude, they rape these motherfuckers. <laughs> they should. But at the same time, their playlist was six songs, in, the same six songs every hour, which when you're working remotes, like you said, when you're talking about going to Casa Nissan or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever other, other uh, you know, uh, truck, and, truck shop or whatever, you're there for two hours playing the same fucking music in the background. You're like, God damn, yep. this shit needs to evolve. And you know, in El Paso, everything always gets here. Well, back then, everything was always here late because yep. not that many people had the internet radio. It wasn't that big yet. So here, the market, especially for hip-hop, had taken so long to get here, even though people were begging for it because of all the Fort Bliss, all the young kids that were begging for it. Guys were um, playing yin-yang and shit like that. Yeah, bullshit. yeah, yeah. Like, like I remember, like I was saying, I remember Nelly, when Nelly came out. Oh, my God, that was horrible. His first <laughs> album came out. That shit was on fire. And I remember I dropped it when I was DJing at a club. I dropped it like uh, I want to say it was like March, cleared the dance floor, absolutely cleared it. In fucking October, when Power started playing it, everybody comes up. And says, hey, do you have that new Nelly? I was like, bitch, I've been, playing, <laughs> I've been playing this shit for six months. You motherfuckers don't dance, and now you guys want it? Yeah, that'd and be kind of hard, man, to play that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never. Yeah, I know you that. hate Nelly. You, you hate Nelly. He fucked Air Force ones up for me. <laughs> So, you know, with I, that. I, I want to know why you hate Nelly so bad. I don't like, know. Like, He's just happened? so whack. 
Uh, I'm saying, I'm sure the, he's a cool guy. Is uh, it the Band-Aid? Is it the Band-Aid on his no, eye? No, it was just horrible music. It was, it was horrible <laughs> hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop hit. And that was The St. Lunatics are horrible. It was horrible. I said, the St. Lunatics, yeah, like uh-huh. Murphy Lee and all that. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's the hook going to be? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, like, that stuff. But, I mean, Country Grammar was a slapper, man. Like, yeah. that, that thing banged. Yeah, you hear, I, I hear that now. Uh, I'll still get down to it. Well, yeah, that first album, good. the Country Grammar <laughs> album, was the shit. It really? was good. It was good. It wasn't your traditional hip-hop. But it was good. It wasn't your East Coast fucking, oh, shit, like I could rep well, this maybe shit Maybe I didn't everywhere. understand it. I don't know. Nah, you, you just hate. You got a lot of hate. <laughs> no, no. I don't yeah. have hate. Hate, 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 hate. I dislike hate, hate. a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hate's a strong word, dude. I you dislike, just dislike it. a lot of shit. I, I really, really dislike yeah. it. Dude, he's got a picture of Nelly for like a bull's like a, a <laughs> bull No, no, no yeah. I don't hate him like that because I actually seen like a, like a documentary. You you no, know, like where it was a behind the music type shit. And but I was like, dude, him. he's a cool dude. I just hate his music. <laughs> Speaking of hating people, I know you've got a beef. With Lamar, Lavar, right? <laughs> I, I saw this. With who? <laughs> who you got to beef with? Let's do it. Yeah, All right. right, Lavar Burton, the Reading Rainbow. Dude. Oh shit! I love him. <laughs> I love him, dude. It's in the book, Reading Rainbow. All right. All right. Uh, Talk yeah. to us about this. Beef. Is he fake or what the fuck? All right, so like uh, 2019, like we were doing the Comic Con, right? Like Power yeah. 102 was doing the Comic Con and all that stuff. And it was me and, you know, I, I, I don't want to say her name because I don't want to get her in trouble because right. I'm the asshole here, right? Cool. But um, <laughs> like, like she and yeah. I were like walking around and like, you know, we're taking pictures with people and we're putting it up on social media because there's 40,000 people on Power Social Media, right? So yeah. like we, we want to get, you know, more people to come out there. Absolutely. And we, we like, we're walking around, we're like, Oh damn! Is that Levar Burton? Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, I was like, I love me some Levar Burton, like reading Rainbow, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I used to Star watch Trek. Roots. Was he in Star Trek? Yeah, he's a dude with that one like yeah, fucking eyeball. Yeah, or something. yeah. The, See, the, y'all, y'all gonna hate me for this. I never seen Star Wars. I never seen Star Holy Trek. Holy shit! Like neither damn. one. I have never seen any of them. Right. Well, that's Michael Tipton for today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Catch him on. All right, uh, man. Whatever the fuck. Shout he's out. Doing. Where you at? Click. <laughs> Catch him or whatever the fuck he's doing. Uh. <laughs> fuck this guy. Okay, Star Trek, I understand, but Star Wars, come on. Anyways, keep yeah, going. We'll yeah, get yeah. back right. to that so, one. So, like, 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 we see him. I'm like, oh, like that. That's Levar Burton, right? Like, right. I love the Big Bang Theory. So I'm like, you know, I, I recognize him from Big Bang Theory from reading Rainbow Roots and all that, right? Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How are you gonna like the Big Bang Theory, but you won't watch Star Wars? That's like the most the fucking two nerdiest things that fucking correlate together. I've never seen the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so he's a reverse of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, so we see him. We're like, yo, let's just go get a picture with him. Like, like we don't even have to be in it. We'll just get like a picture of him. Yeah, be like, yeah. hey, come on out here, get an autograph from Levar Burton. I think right. it was like fifty bucks to get his autograph too, right? God damn. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, like, let's go do this. And we run up over there. And we're like, yo, Mister Burton. Like, you know, thank you so much for being like here yeah. in El Paso for mm-hmm. you know repping, coming out to our Comic Con and all that. We would love to get a picture for you for our radio station. We're gonna put it up on social media. He cuts us off like right there. He's like, radio. <laughs> and just turns around and walks away. Wow. And I was like, you can't even say like, nah, or like, no thanks. Like, like I'm busy or something like that. Like, it's just radio. Like, you, you shit on what like, I love, man. So right. at, yeah, at that point in time, uh, th- I think at that point in time, she and I just kind of looked at each other. We're like, all right, well, fuck it. Like, he's he's out now. Because like, she, she and I were talking about how much we love the Big Bang Theory. Right. Yeah. And it was just like so serendipitous that it would be like at that moment, then we would see him mm-hmm. and just shit on what we do for a career <laughs> like radio wow. now to be fair are you sure it was him and it wasn't just another random dude no it, yeah. it was him because he had like three security dudes with oh him. okay yeah, yeah. which no, i was that's... like why is lavar burton rolling with three security dudes? i don't, I don't yeah, even think he would need any well, i mean like 
It's because there's crazy motherfuckers from radio that want to go up to him and be like, hey. You're probably, he should have been flattered. You're probably the only person to recognize him. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like we had land, like, we were looking official, man. Right. Like, we were yeah, like, yeah. hey, we are here. Like, this is what we're for. We're helping promote this thing. Like, we felt like we were badasses, and he right. just chopped us down, man. It was, it was bad. And ever since that moment, I was like, like, like Sheldon Cooper, right? Well, you wouldn't know that, but like Sheldon yeah, Cooper. Yeah. I was over here like, he is now like my mortal enemy, right? <laughs> my worst enemy, number six. And, and he, he has no idea I exist. Like that, that's, right. probably, that's probably just like a blip in his day, right? That's the worst part. <laughs> but just radio? Dude, but you didn't say shit to him though when he kind of walked away and like... No, like, like I was so stunned because you would figure, you know, someone in his position would just be like, yeah, yeah. I'll take any photo op I can because right. it's going to bring more people out here. Right. So for us, it was like, Okay, well, th- like this is a first. Like, yeah. I mean, we got pictures with like Vicky Guerrero, like, oh, like, shit. like, like mm. there were like the Green Power Ranger. I don't even know his yeah, name, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, like, like a lot of people there. And we took like a bunch of pictures with these people, right? Well, the only person to be like, we're not taking a picture with you was like Lavar Burton, <laughs> and and it wasn't it wasn't like that. He dismissed us because like I get it, man. Like you get tired of doing this stuff. Although it was nine o'clock in the morning and it was the first, was, but anyway, already started, yeah, uh, yeah. But like to just be that that dismissive, just like <laughs> maybe he radio. just didn't want to be an old pastor. Yeah, well, because I know I wouldn't. I mean, even if I were in your spot, I'd be like, "Bitch!" <laughs> I, like someone came out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like motherfucker, you're an old pastor. Yeah. Look where you're at. This is where your career has you right now, motherfucker. Yeah, you're think fucking slinging autographs. Yeah, think about that. Asshole. You're trying to charge fifty dollars in El Paso, motherfucker. Oh. Is there even a line at your booth, motherfucker? <laughs> well, like, like we did a couple of laps, and like I think he had like one person there, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, like Vicky Guerrero, her line was like forty deep, and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the the green power, it was like the green Power Ranger and the black Power Ranger, like it was yeah. like one of the or maybe Dude, the I white was Power never, Ranger. See, Power Ranger, Power Rangers way after me, so yeah, I, nah, I was really already gonna... fucking by then. Yeah. Well, well, like, like for me, like the Power Rangers, like being a kid, like it was the Yellow Ranger and the Pink Ranger that got your boy into like that little area yeah. where my voice is this deep now. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Ranger. Made you a man, right? Pink oh, yeah. Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. The Pink Ranger was fucking hot. Yes. Yeah, Yo. keep the helmet on. <laughs> just keep the whole outfit on. I don't even need Just stand there. Yeah, just. Yeah, you got Velcro bottoms? The, the, that was a racist one, right? The, 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 what? The, yeah, you didn't There's know. There's a racist one. You never noticed the fucking Power Rangers are racist? No. The yellow Power Ranger was a Chinese one. Mm-hmm. The uh-huh. black the black Power Ranger was a black guy. The blue one was a gay guy. Like, they were all fucking. Really? Yeah, yeah. you never noticed? I never. Yeah. No. Because I, like, I, I, I never watched that show. So like, I, I would see it because my. I, I would, he's going to go back and watch it with yeah. like 2021 yeah, and be like, dude. oh my God. Yeah, if you see it now. <laughs> Where's the Mexican? There's not. He's just like one picking up behind. Where's the brown shit. one? Where's the brown? He, he, was, he was a super villain. Yeah, he died right away. Oh, he, he, fuck. He, he kept walking he over out. rivers and walls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because my my, my daughter would see that shit when I was grow- when she was growing up. My my 21 year old would see that every now and again. So I'd be I'd pop in. I was like, oh shit, is this Voltron? You know Ooh, what I mean? That was see my shit. Because you'd see the fucking big the big uh, Power Ranger that became. I was like, oh shit, Voltron got to see that shit. Both their motherfuckers came up. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, Pink Power Rangers. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, dude. And then, and then you start noticing shit. It's like, dude, this is racist as shit. Like, it was mad fucking racist. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, that shit that would get canceled in this culture that we're in right now. In 2021, that shit would have been canceled. I'm surprised that they don't have, like, because you know that they always go back and they'll look at stuff that people did, like, 40 years ago and be like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, how is Baby I'm Cold Outside? How is that a song anymore? <laughs> yeah, well, they just pulled off, like, well, they're they're not making it available on D, um, Disney Plus. Uh, Peter uh, Pan. P- Peter Pan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's racist. Why? Because the, the Redskins. Yeah, because because like, they called the Indians Redskins and how they uh, 
they, they, they had the a natives. song. They had yeah. a song. It was called like "Why Is the Red Man Red?" Yeah, <laughs> and it was like every stereotype of like any yeah. Native American you could yeah. think of. And they pulled Dumbo. Dumbo yeah. off also. Yeah. What the live version too, or just no, the cartoon? Just, 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 the, just cartoon. the cartoon. Because the live version the, is woke. It's now. like he's when yeah. hallucinating or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, like he's like he's super hallucinating. Like they made the crows and like the like oh, these the like dudes. minstrel people, yeah, like just over the top, dude. Like, yeah. like I, I remember being a kid and being like, "Is this right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah it doesn't come on. Like you like, could search it and find it, but they uh, don't put it on the bottom, and it's not available. Like if you have like a. You make a kid account, mm-hmm. you're not gonna find Peter Pan, and I'm no, like, what the shit. fuck? It, I love Peter Pan. It's, it's kind of like what the WWE did with yeah, like Chris Benoit. Yeah. Okay. Who? What the WWE did with like Chris Benoit? Like after oh, he killed yeah, his family, yeah, they like, just like, fucking just like, got like, rid of him. They, they got all his matches there, but you cannot search him up. So unless right, like yeah. you don't like if you know off the top of your head like which one you want to look yeah. at, yeah. Then like if, if you don't know, you're you're SOL. No okay, shit. Yeah. So they like, did they did the same thing with Hogan, and like recently they've done it with Jericho because Jericho's doing the thing with uh, AEW. It's a new wrestling thing. Uh, so, uh, and then they and Hogan was they got what? rid of Hogan. Yeah, because it was a, it was a sex scandal. Like, it, well, it was a sex tape, and during the sex tape, him dropping the end bomb. Hell, oh, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I forgot look, about that. If you, let me tell you something, brother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't look at Hogan and you don't think he uses the end bomb or something, he's something wrong with you. He's from Florida. Yeah, right? that's like mean? natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if I'm not like he's from Jersey, dude. Like, like he no, lives in Florida, Florida now. Yeah, now. He's yeah. been in Florida for years, though. He's been in yeah, there. Yeah, like, he's, he's Floridian. <laughs> you know the deal with the good old boys down there. <laughs> you only have to say you're just like Florida, and people automatically Fuck know. Yeah. Dude, Florida is some wow shit. It's just boy. like kind of like New Mexico, like I said. Like they got these some weird ass shit going on. Dude, these guys live by their own rules, boy. That, oh, yeah. That's beautiful because the, the racism is just so perfect. Like it's just so out in the open. Like you know, I'd be walking out in the morning. Morning, Beaner. Hey, what's going on? Hey, oh, you're offended. Hey, hey how you been? <laughs> what, what did I say? Right? <laughs> what did I say, Beaner? It's so fucking. It's oh. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. What? I love that. I, shit. Did, I didn't think you were a Beaner and a cupcake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll let you guys clean my yard. <laughs> right. What the fuck is wrong with that? We'll I gave you a job. We'll call it Even Stevens. <laughs> whenever I first moved to North Carolina, like whenever I was over there, like I, I went to a Walmart. I'm in like my Air Force uniform and yeah. stuff. And like I, I'm looking at like a TV at Walmart in my Air Force uniform. Yeah. This old dude comes up to me and was like, how much do you all charge like, you know, just take yeah. care of yards? <laughs> oh, and I was like, like yeah. and, and I, I was in that moment where I was like, okay, am, am I not wearing my uniform? Like I had to look down. And I was like, well, I, I, I don't do yards. I, was like, I actually pay a white dude to do my yard. Like, like, like that, that's the way that, that goes. Yeah. But I was surprised because like you would automatically think that's a like, that's an old white guy. Yeah. It was an old black guy. Yep. And I was like so surprised at that. I was like, what mm-hmm. the hell are you doing, man? Where are you? At? Where are you at? Kingsbound, Charlotte. Where are you at? I was in Goldsboro, North Carolina, at yeah. Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. Yeah, I, I got North that. North I got out to uh, Charlotte or Kings Mountain, North Carolina, which is forty-five minutes west of Charlotte, mm-hmm. and I was out there for a few months. And I had it was weird. People would look at me like, "Oh, speak that Spanish thing." I was like, "What? Yeah. Speak that Spanish? It sounds so good." So, me being the true beaner I am, I'd be like. So I'm going off on her. She's like, oh, that's so romantic. That's so beautiful. I love when you guys say that. I was like, word. And then I started thinking about it. I I really noticed it in Charlotte, how racist they are towards Mexicans. Mm -hmm. And then I started, I tried to, I I used the same vision that you had on 2020. I started looking at the bright side of it. Here in El Paso, I'm just your other average fat fucking beater. You know what I mean? Over there, I'm exotic. 
So no, now I'm fucking, I'm in demand. Mm-hmm. You know, smell uh, kind of fruity. You <laughs> 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 tropical people. <laughs> but, but it's wild. Dude. Yeah, like, you when I was in Virginia, it, Virginia, I was out there for many years and it was. I was in Hampton and uh, and uh, Norfolk, so it was cool, like a little mil- military. But when mm. you go outside of that, no, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So like like for me, like my wife and I were together, and like we drove from El Paso over mm. to North Carolina, right? And Goldsboro was like off the beaten path. Like right. like you got to take like these back roads and stuff to get there. And I remember mm-hmm. telling my wife like as we made this exit, I was like, all right. I was like, this is like, you know, deep south. And like, there we might see some hoods and flaming crosses. Like, just just know we ain't stopping. Right. Like, I don't care how bad you got to go. There's a Gatorade bottle right there. If you got to go to the bathroom, that is your bathroom. I am not stopping on this back road until I get to the base. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still, you, you, still, gotta be, you gotta be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, I, I drove from Virginia to El Paso, and we went through all mm-hmm. Alabama, Louisiana. Oh, it's gotta be oh, eye awakening, boy. That's gotta be eye opening. <laughs> well, well, and like I don't know, but it was weird. Man. <laughs> well, well, for me, like, like the craziest drive that I did is like I drove from El Paso to Alaska, right? Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like don't ever make that drive. Right. But, um. I, I did that in like November, right? And like in November is whenever it's already starting to get dark. But the mm-hmm. further north you go, the darker for longer it's going to be, right? Right. So it's like ten o'clock in the morning. And it's just like pitch black, and like you can't Jeez. see anything, and it's like foggy. And there's like this one stretch of road in Canada where they must have like a bunch of oil refineries, kind of like what you see from uh, Western refining, yeah. Where they just start letting off those flames, right? Right. So you're driving down this road, and all you see is fog and these flames. You feel like you're driving through the gates of hell, man. I'm, Holy I, shit. I, like, I'm looking at the compass like I'm going north. Like, 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 I'm not going south. Like, like, my eyes aren't playing tricks on me. Like I even told my wife, I was like, I feel like we're going to die right now, yeah. right? And then you get like past that, and you just go up this mountain, and there's this like pristine, beautiful lake with like bald eagles and like elk and you know like bison and stuff like that. All right. the stuff, all the stuff you'll never see in El Paso. Yeah, and like you wouldn't expect it because right behind you, with all the fog and stuff, is hell. <laughs> all the flames. Wow, from the hell. just oh. Over that hill. Oh, yeah. And mm. I was so glad, too, because like, the sun peaked up for like an hour and a half that day, too. So that was nice. Jesus. <laughs> but then that's when the, the that's where they have the 22-hour days during the summer, right? In Alaska. The- they, they have to warn you because, like, people will just party. And they'll party to the point of, like, exhaustion and death. No. So they'll, oh, they'll, that is fucking awesome. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll be like, look. It's a thing called your circadian rhythm. Your circadian rhythm is going to get messed up because the sun's going to be out and your body's not going to know when it's supposed to go to sleep. You have to force it to go to sleep. So for me, because I already have a hard time sleeping, I was like, I'm getting all the blackout curtains. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, I will find my sleep. But you would see the news. It'd be like another person was out on, you know, Fifth Avenue in Anchorage, Alaska, and they Uh passed away because they were out just getting belligerently drunk. That's what's up. That's how I feel when I'm in Vegas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean... It, yeah. You walk, you get up. I I, I don't get tired. No, if I if, if I go to Vegas for a three day weekend, I'm getting a total of four hours of sleep the whole yeah. time I'm there. I did combined. A, I did a three week TDY in Vegas, and Ooh. we and we weren't on base. We were actually like off base in like a casino and stuff oh, like that. Fuck so I would that. go do like my 12 hour shift, get out at like six in the morning. And yeah. I was like, let's fuck it up. Like, <laughs> like, like, let's Were you solo? Did you go solo? Uh, it was me and like a sergeant, but no, but I'm saying you didn't have to take your wife or no, anything. No. no. Oh, oh, dude, that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds horrible. 
That sounds horrible. That's horrible. I mean, it was. I, I missed her so <laughs> yeah, much. Uh, but like, it was the funniest thing though because like th- this was my sergeant's like last go around. He's like, yeah, oh, so one, he's one, going balls out. Yeah, and I mean, he dropped at least six thousand dollars on prostitutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, man. That is good. We, 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 horrible. We drove like about an hour or so outside of Vegas, but like still in Nevada, right? right. I think it's like Paducah or something like that. Like oh, some weird ranch. Or what? But it was called the Chicken Ranch. But do oh. Oh shit! Yeah. Chicken heads. Chicken huh? heads. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. And we're we're in a government vehicle, man. Oh yes. And, yes. and I'm sitting here like I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I was like, fuck it. If he's getting his rocks off and I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm gonna go over to the strip club, right? Might as well. Yeah. And like I go into the strip club and like the girls come up to me like, well, what's going on? I was like, well, you know what? I'm married. I ain't gonna do shit. But like my sergeant, he's over here and he's just fucking everything, and I'm feeling left out, right? right. So <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna hang out here. Like you know what? The dances are on us. So I, I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna it, use that line. It, you yeah. <laughs> my name is Mike Tipton. That's all you gotta say. Um, just the tip. <laughs> just put just a little bit tip. more bass. A little more bass. <laughs> but like I look at like I look at my phone. I'm like, all right, well, like I'll hit him up in like an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And like I go back and I look at my phone. It's like six hours later, and he still had a message to me, man. So I sent him a message like, "You good? Like you still alive? Like what's going on?" He's right. like, "Oh, uh, can you come pick me up?" And he was a very soft spoken dude, right? Like, uh, yeah, so uh, I think time, like, now's a good time for me to leave. <laughs> it's time like, to pay that bill. What I, <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. So, like, I, I go and, like, I pick him up, and he loved him some thick black girls, dude, mm-hmm. right? And he gets in the car, and he's all giddy and shit, like, like a kid who just busted his cherry. <laughs> he's like, you won't believe this. I was like, you got laid. <laughs> he's like, she told me I was her first ever customer. I was like, you bought that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, it's customer service. Like, yeah. She's going to tell you that yeah. stuff. Yeah, you don't want to know about the other 3,000 dicks but, that went up in her. But, You're but, the biggest I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to tell him, man, because like I didn't want to butt like, uh, I, I felt bad. You know what I mean? I was like, you want to believe that, man? You believe that. So. We get back to the hotel. I shit you not, right? Like, I'm just going down. I'm going to play like a couple slot machines and stuff. And he comes over. He's like, uh, you, you might not want to come to the room for like another 30 minutes. I was like, you got a fucking another one, man? Like, what the hell are you doing? I brought her back. And like, like I was Holy like, shit. I was like, well, look, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to grab some stuff because if I'm going to be down here for a little while, your mm. boy's going to get tore up. I had like a big ass bottle of Jim Beam. Mm. I poured it into like what was left of like a sip of Dr. Pepper. And I'm just sitting like Jim yeah. Beam straight while I'm down there, right? Mm. I go up there, I get my stuff, and like as I'm going up there, I'm taking the picture, I'm sending it to my wife. I was like, Willie went whaling. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, this girl was big, dude. And like, like you know you were knocking on the door. <laughs> Yeah, hurry up. Tag so, me in. So 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 that <laughs> Tag me. That night I won um seven hundred and fifty bucks. Damn. And I was like, all right, well, you know, this is gonna go into like, you know, a little bit of a saving thing real quick because I was I was getting like a one seventy five uh, per diem. Damn. Okay. And all my stuff was paid for by yeah. the base, right? So like, I didn't have to buy lunch or anything. So yeah, yeah. I, I was good. So I'm saving all that. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I ain't going back to that room. Mm-mm. I'm gonna get me another room over here. I'm gonna tell that motherfucker he better get that bed like clean, spick and span. <laughs> yeah, and I even told the cleaning person, I was like, look, whenever you get this shit, like I don't, I, I guarantee you, he fucked on that bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you clean that shit up, and you tell me like I need to make sure that shit is sanitized, like like everything. Matter of fact, can you burn that mattress? <laughs> <laughs> but like, like all the stuff we do for Corona now, I was doing back then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're ahead of the curve, dude. I, I was, I, I, I was not fucking around with that. I stayed in a different room that night. It was a good time for your boy, but my God, did he fuck it? He tried everything he could to fuck that up. God damn, damn. Dude, that's a lot of fu- six hours at a fucking whorehouse, dude. I can't even. I don't think I could do a whorehouse. I'd be like, I know I'm not the first, 
And I know I'm not going to be the last. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I ain't trying to taste 86 other motherfuckers that are in here. You're a dirty motherfucker if you go down on a prostitute. You're a dirty motherfucker if you do. He's like, has anyone anyone ever done this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put my foot in your asshole. See how that fucking goes. (laughs) I'm going to get a run to start. I'm going to go head first. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to see how deep this fist goes. (laughs) We're going back home. Going back home, baby. Damn. So is that how the name Just a Tip started with the fucking company? Yeah, that's all they can take is the tip. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you hear the voice. You no. gotta sell it. You gotta sell that shit. Well, 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 he's like, lying. Hey, don't lie on yourself, man. If, if you lie on your dick, it falls off. That explains a lot. I thought it was like Pinocchio, man. <laughs> no, this shit shrivels up, man. Well, well, like, like for me growing up, because like again, like this is my real name, right? Yeah. And I'm from Socorro, and mm-hmm. I'm adopted. So like everyone saw, you know, this dude's got these super white parents. Look at how brown he is. Like obviously, there's something fucked up over here. Right. So grow, growing up, a lot of people would make he fun of me. The lottery. Yeah. <laughs> no, trust me, I didn't. No, it's, Socorro, it's still Socorro. I was about to say. So you got white parents? He could. Yeah. No, trust me. We we were all right. So we were moving mobile homes. Whenever I was eight years old, I had a full time job crawling under mobile homes, cutting sewer lines. Oh. So trust me, your boy did not hit the lottery. Man. <laughs> oh, he had good credit right away. Right away, he had good credit. Yeah. Automatic eight hundred. Well, I thought I thought so, right? Like you go to the bank, you're like, yeah, I want to fill something out. I'm Mike Tipton. They come back and look at you like, no, 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 we're giving you a five ninety. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, you owe us money. You owe us money for showing up. I just up. showed up. <laughs> but, First of all, we're going to verify your identity. <laughs> that name don't oh, match that, you. That, that's a that's a whole different other story. But oh, um, so. Like these people would make fun of my name, right? Mm. And like it, it wasn't anything clever. It was like, oh, Lipton, like Lipton tea, right? Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. And the dumbest one that I ever heard, where I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with people like trying to use this as a bad thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Michael Tampon. And wow. I was like, that that's a stretch. I, I give you credit mm. for imagination, but yeah. I'm going to kill it right here because I was like, yeah, because I get up in all the pussy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and yeah. like ever since then, it was like, nah, well, you know, like, oh, look at you. Like, you're, 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 you know, you're Michael Tipton. I was like, nah, you can just call me just the tip because that's all you're going to be able to handle. Mm. So like that, that's just kind of how it grew. Like, yeah. and ever since then, it's like, it's always been like a just a tip thing. Yeah. So whenever I moved back to El Paso, I was like, I need like a catchy thing for a podcast or for right. like, you know, putting out merchandise and all that stuff stuff yeah so i was like all right we'll use a triple entendre because el paso was just the tip of texas Mm -hmm. obviously what just the tip means and then because it's me just the tip yeah yeah yeah. so i got the triple entendre i think i'm the only person that's been able to work out a triple entendre (laughs) (laughs) for those people that don't know what that means look it up and you'll see why he hit the triple entendre I was going to say, if you don't know what just a tip means, I don't know what you're doing listening to this. So oh, you're super Christian. <laughs> so just a tip, is that the name? Is that the company? Is that the podcast name? Uh, is that just the overall production of what you do? What is it? It's it's a little bit of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So just the tip, LLC is like the parent company for what I'm doing. And whenever I was in radio doing the sports show, it was the tipping point with Mike Tipton. Right. I didn't like that because I wanted it to be just the tip. Yeah. Well, now that I'm free, I was like, all right, well, this next rendition of my podcast, because at first it was a shootout podcast, Mm -hmm. the next rendition of it is going to be just the tip. Okay. And I like I have a channel and stuff like that on uh, on Facebook. You check it out, just a tip LLC, blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So I have Monday through Friday, I have that show where it's just me and like I'll bring all my friends and like I'll do some stuff and Friday nights is like my throwaway show where I just have a bunch of friends come on and we just sit there and get drunk and like right. talk nonsense, right? Right, right. Nice, nice. So Saturdays I have a show with my dude Brandon Cohen. I don't know if y'all know who Brandon Cohen is, but yeah, the Iceman Brandon Cohen. Yeah. Um, because we always had like great uh, uh, chemistry whenever right. it came to like sports talk and stuff and that show is called Fire and Ice. During the NFL season to recap like Dallas Cowboys games, I had a thing that I called three and out. Mm-hmm. So what I was doing was making sure I was out there every day. Dude, that gets exhausting. I was yeah. so glad. I was so glad Dallas didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so they, they didn't deserve it. <laughs> Nobody did in that division. But yeah, like so that, that's what I wanted to do. But I wanted everything to be under that just the tip umbrella because that's mm-hmm. how a lot of people out there know me. And like I got. Right. Like I've I've got some shirts and stuff like that, and of course, like people are like, oh, well, you know, there's other places that sell shirts like that. You cannot trademark a phrase, right? You know what I mean. So yeah. for me, it's like, yeah, if there's other people that want to do that, they can go ahead and sell all that stuff. But whenever people see it, they're gonna think about me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So whenever yeah. You, whenever you see just the tip, you think about me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, how, I gotta get that sad. out of my head, dog. <laughs> no, but you see, whenever I talk like this, whenever I go down like this, that's sexy, isn't it? Hell yeah, <laughs> fucking Barry White, <laughs> Barry Blanco, Barry, Barry Blanco for the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So the the name of the podcast, I know, I was I was, I was hearing this podcast on uh, Spotify, uh, Sun City Stories, right? Yes. And is that the only podcast you got going on under just a tip besides the fire and ice or? Well, like I said, that, that's a new one. Okay. And that's because I got tired of being painted as just the sports guy, right? Yeah. Because anytime you hear someone say like, oh, you're just a podcaster, whenever people just put that just in front right. of it, right? It's right. a bad thing, right? Yeah. So for me, whenever I started doing this stuff, it was like storytelling. That's what I wanted to do. Because sports, like even though it's a revolving story, mm-hmm. it's always the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so-and-so scored this much. The Dallas Cowboys lost because that's what they do. Right. Um, and there's not a whole bunch of like nuance that you can do there. Mm-hmm. But whenever you look at the athletes, that's where your actual story is, right? So like, whenever yeah. you see the thing with like Alex Smith and the Washington football team, Jesus. the fact that he was able to come back from that leg thing, it's amazing. that's a beautiful story. Amazing. I thought to myself... You know, before any of that stuff happened, I was like, well, what about these stories that these people have on, like, UTEP? So that's what yeah. that's how my podcast started. was right. just, like, interviewing the UTEP football players. Like, oh, man, I heard you came from, like, the fifth ward over in Houston. Mm-hmm. You got to be a hard MF to even make it out of there. You know what I mean? So okay. let's talk about that. Like, let's talk about what it is, what your goals are, and where you want to be in life. Mm-hmm. I got out of the storytelling thing because, you know, ultimately, it like, I had to focus in on what radio is, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, yeah. well, let's just focus on radio. I'll always go back to the storytelling thing. I started doing the the Sun City stories because I was like, there's a lot of people out there that are going to be names that people know, like Dr. Richard Panetta. Like you'll see him on NBC all the time. Anytime they do any political stuff, because he's like a big, you know, poli sci guy here in El Paso. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't know like his story and like why he is that important. And like, it's a story that I think resonates with a lot of us because he was a dude that just had average grades. Like he wasn't like a brainiac, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whenever he graduated from college, he had no clue what he wanted to do after he graduated college. So instead of paying student loans, I'm going to go to master's. Like I'm going to yeah. go get my master's and yeah. I don't want to pay for my master's now. I'm going to go get my doctorate. Like, <laughs> like a, a lot yeah. of us have had that, right? So yeah. you keep doing that. But if you just hear the name, like Dr. Richard Panella, a lot of people are going to be like, Oh, well that dude probably had it made. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't. Right. Uh, another person that I told a story about, D. Wu, uh, the person who got me into radio, the one that's like, you got great voice, kid, right. is transitioning right now okay. at 65 years old. And Damn. to me, I was like, imagine what it must be like to be uncomfortable in yourself as you are right. for 65 years Damn. and not being able to like fully be who it is. Yeah. So I wanted to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I did recently with uh, Rick Kern. 
Rick Hearn was in like a bunch of bands and stuff and like bands that opened up for like Elvis back in the yeah. 70s and, and like uh, 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 Isaac Hayes and stuff like that. Like oh, these, wow. are, these are like some big name people that he opened up for. Mm-hmm. But he's also the guy that did the Border Legends thing here in El Paso from like 09 to 16. Yeah. And I was like, why haven't I heard of this dude? Like, like he's got like, obviously like those are some great stories there. So I told yeah. like that one. And that's the way that I look at it is like, look, you can't let people paintbrush you into one thing. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more to people than just what you see on the outside, right? Yeah. So a lot of people can be like, oh, that guy's just a sports guy. Right, right. But the people that actually like pay attention and do stuff will be like, no, no, no. He's a storyteller. Yeah. 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 You're, you're like Shrek. You got un- you're like an onion. You got layers. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I thought you meant like big and green. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, no, no, you got layers. You got layers. That too, but uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So how do you get a hold of these? Like how, how do you hear about these people that you want to get on like what what is it automatically that you're like you know what this dude i've never heard like you said with a curtain i've never heard of this cat but damn this is that's fucking interesting how do you come across these guys well that, that was the funniest thing is like he he's about to start his own podcast yeah which i'm like i'm really looking forward to this because it's talking about like the musical history of el paso and oh, anyone wow. that knows me knows like i'm a huge history nerd right like mm-hmm. i love that so the reason why i didn't watch star wars is because if it doesn't make like logical sense to me like like zombie movies they're so dumb in my mind but like zombie movies <laughs> like if it doesn't make actual sense yeah it's hard for me to actually want to watch it you know right. what i mean uh, the Big Bang Theory, it made sense to me because there's a lot of nerdy dudes out there who probably are those guys, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but this guy was like, that he wanted to make a podcast, and he uh, was friends with the guy that used to be my producer over at iHeart. Okay. And he's like, look, I don't know anything about podcasting, but I'm going to send you over to Mike Tipton, and he'll be able to tell you like what equipment to get, like what your setup should be, like how you should do these intros, outros, just you know, little basic things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gave me a phone call, and... Instead of it being like, oh, you know, just buy this, buy this, buy this, it was him asking, okay, well, if I bought this, what's this going to be like? Mm -hmm. And we went from talking about that stuff, like just the basics, like, you know, dollars and cents and all that, to, oh, I didn't know that about you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know this about you either. And that, like, first conversation turned into, like, a two and a half hour phone call. Right. And you know, you know, there's something there whenever you can actually hold a conversation for somebody with that long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I, uh, and, and he was like, well, I want to see how the StreamYard thing works on like your show because like, I'll see your show on Facebook, but like, I don't know how any of that works. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? How about I just have you as a guest mm-hmm. and like, I'll show you how like the inner workings of it work, but like, you just come on my podcast. Like I, I, I need one for this week. Let, let's just put this out and like, while we're talking, I'll explain this stuff to you. Right. So there was points where, like, in the in the actual uh, podcast, I had to edit out, like, oh, well, you see, like, whenever you're doing this on StreamYard, you could do this, you could change this, you could change this. Yeah. And it was, like, me teaching him, but also learning about him at the same time. Right, right. And that's that's how a lot of this goes. Like, D, like I said, that that's someone that, you know, you know. is instrumental in my right. life. Dr. Pineda, that was somebody I had a, a Maymester with in, like, 2015. Okay. And I like just hearing him talk and like how how he did like a bunch of stuff and then seeing him um, on like the news and stuff like that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this dude must be like a big deal, right? And, right. Like I had him on one of my podcasts before. We were making fun of LeBron James and David Blatt to show <laughs> you how far back that went. Yeah. But I was like, that that's a connection that I want to keep going because right. like I loved his story and just the, you know, five hours that you're in that one mini mester with somebody like, yeah. like you just want to learn more about them. And that was what I was telling a lot of people. Like, it, it's not like I have a set plan. Mm-hmm. I don't do any research. I don't do any of that because I let the conversation steer itself where it needs to go. Kind of like right. what you guys are doing right yeah. now. Yeah. So 
whenever I, I get a guest, it's just however it happens, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. like I'll, I'll have a list, and I do have a list of people like, oh, you know, people would like to hear this, like Chuck DeBroder. People mm-hmm. love Chuck DeBroder, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it would be like, okay, well, let me try to get Chuck DeBroder. Let me try to get this person. And then someone would be like, oh, well, what about this? Or like I'll see like a new business opening up I'm, because I'm all about supporting local. Right. Like I want business owners on here. Like I, I want people – to tell their story so that more people know who they are mm-hmm. and ultimately support what it is that they're doing. Right. That, yeah, that, right. I, I completely yeah. get that because I know you've been big on uh, was it the Wing Factory or the yeah the, uh, the El Paso Wing House. Uh, there you go. And and this is the funny thing about it because people here like I've I've got sponsors right so I have four yeah. sponsors on my show. But my thing is is like a lot of these businesses are like local businesses right. Mm-hmm. And to me it was like look I don't even care about getting paid like right. none, none of these sponsors are paying me. Right. It's just me saying look. I, any chance I get, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of love on this show. Yeah. And there's always a window for me to say, you know, we're brought to you by the El Paso Wing House or Undisputed mm-hmm. Craft House or like any of these places right here. Because to me, that's all going to pay off in the end. Right. right. And selfishly, whenever there is a bigger business, it's like, hey, you, you already got sponsors. How much do you pay? I'll be like, hey, guys, just pretend you pay this much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But well, like, like to me, it's, it's it's like the easiest way that you can give back to somebody is by absolutely. actually just doing something, just talking about it, like yeah. it, share it, just little stuff like that, right? Yeah. Just drop their names. I know we try to do that a lot with the uh, uh, what's that fucking uh, old cheap dog? My boy has that brewery. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. He, he don't want. Yeah. Shit. He don't want to sponsor us, but fuck him. Uh. Um, no. Yeah. No. He, he. We actually made a beer with him uh, last year, right? Early last bit. Oh, lay uh, summer last year. Yeah. Well, already. We, yeah, that long ago? yeah, it's been almost a year. Wow. Yeah, we created a, a blueberry stout mm-hmm. um, where he let us. We went actually, we brewed it ourselves with him. You know, he showed us tutelage from graining all the oats and grains and all the shit. We did all the fucking manpower, and he got all the fucking. He was like, put he that got, in, put that, that in, all the put money. that in. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool because you get to see the process. The process, yeah, you get to see cool. the love that these guys have mm-hmm. for it. Um, and I, and I know you said uh, undisputed. That's where they got the, the fucking Chicago pizza, right? The the big fucking uh, yes, yeah. I just I, recently I broke had it, one. Yeah, I broke jewels off on that. Good. And I my, saw that because I had seen you post something mm, about it. My favorite one that they have there is the chili con queso pie. What chili con yeah, queso? Yeah, it, it's it's a chili con queso pizza. And when I tell you that thing will change your life, dude, it will change really? your life. Yeah. Like, like I, I couldn't even think. Like, whenever I saw it on the menu, I was like, you got to be fucking with me, right? right. Like, like, it's just going to be like chili con queso with like some chips yeah. or like like in a bread bowl. It's just something stupid like that, right? right? right. No, nah, it, it is a pizza made chili con queso. And I was like, this thing, is, like, it'll, it is. It's not like you get you constipated and shit. Yeah, because it's <laughs> a lot. Cheese. It's a lot of cheese. <laughs> I mean, hey, whenever you're young, you can experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. If you're lactose, <laughs> try not to fucking. I mean, all, all I was saying. Just, explode you know, get, nah, nah. get a little x-lax get a little something like that it'll help yeah. you out man trust me it'll be worth it damn yeah because i know i had seen i, I want to say because i know we have talked about doing this podcast a while ago yeah and um you know all kinds of things you know the the fucking lockdowns and shutdowns and this and that and so you know everything got out of hand but i remember i had, I had seen you post a pie and and i'm so jewel and i have a, a a common love of, of pizza and there's this place in uh, phoenix or the phoenix area oregano's got the best deep dish fucking pie i've ever had my old lady hates pizza mm. she'll eat the fuck out of this pizza is that the one that's downtown kind of by like the walking stick there is there's a there's, there's several of them there's several right? yeah, okay. they, yeah they start from like scottsdale up and it's in that whole tempe little area and all, yeah. tempe and all that but it's it's some of the best shit i've ever 
the the best pizza pie, yeah. deep dish. Of course, it you know takes an hour to do or whatever. But I mean, you get what you pay for, it. and every time you get it, it's I've had yet to be disappointed with it. And well, so, I mean, it's, it's not even that, man. Like, would you ever rush your mama when she's making something? Nah, because you know right. it's gonna be good. Yeah, you know it's right? gonna be the shit. Yeah. What, whenever they could tell you, hey, this, it's gonna be this long to get it, you yeah. know it's gonna be good because yeah. there's there's love that goes in that. Man. Absolutely, yeah. So when I saw you post that, um, one of my boys, one of the other co-hosts that we have, uh, Raul, he's like, hey, dude, I tried it. It's fucking amazing. It's almost like oregano's. And I was like, I get the fuck out of it. That's, yeah, that's a pretty ballsy fucking statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Look, look at me. I'm I'm this temple was not created with hard work in the gym. This temple was created at the table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, like getting out of the Air Force, me gaining weight, I tell people all the time, it's hard work to get like this, exactly. man. You know, you know how much food you gotta eat? It's an investment in this <laughs> motherfucker. The wrong way, but yeah, so we went and oh my god. I remember like I said, I saw you post and I was like, dude. Let's fucking do it. It's fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, he sold me on it. I'm more of a uh, New York style, but that yeah. that, that, that pizza was really good. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. that's absolute fire. So you want, so you're so you have a uh, undisputed El Paso Wing House. You want to shout out your other two uh, sponsors? Yeah, the other one is Top View Fitness over at 6410 Airway Road or uh, Airport Road down like in the central part of El Paso. Okay. The reason why I hooked up with them is because of my next sponsor, which is Shred Skins. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the world's first biodegradable and disposable sauna suit. It's made by a former UTEP linebacker, Kalei Griffin. Yeah. He invented this thing, man. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that episode. Yeah, and and like with with just like that stuff, we're like, you have people in El Paso doing some great stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be a blip in his radar, but just knowing like I might be something that helped out get some more sales here in El Paso. That's the right. stuff that makes me happy, man. Yeah. It, wow. Yeah. That's so that shred is pretty dope from what I've and I started I, seeing that actually pop up a lot mm-hmm. um, a few months ago and then uh like i said since, since i know you're coming on like, oh, you know it's only right to listen to see what, I, what we're getting ourselves into yeah and i was hearing his story i was like damn that, that dude sounds legit he sounds mm-hmm. really cool really down to earth which is rare mm-hmm. um but then again he played at utep so i mean <laughs> <laughs> no you, you would be Shots surprised fired. man you would be so surprised with some of these dudes i'll be like i play at utep it's like no 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 you play at UTEP. <laughs> like, like, let's not forget stuff. Right. Have you have you had a chance to speak to Aaron? Aaron Jones? Uh I have not like I, I have spoken to him before whenever I was working up at yeah. the uh, at uh the town square people. But he because he's been in the NFL, it's a little harder to get like yeah. you know, get a hold of him. Like I, I think whenever I spoke to him it was like right after he got drafted, right? Okay. Um but he and I are supposed to have like a little meeting and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I again like like the stuff that he does and right. like, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, like not just on the football field, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know if y'all saw the thing that aired on Fox right before the game on Sunday mm-hmm. where he wears a special cleat that was designed by a kid that wound up passing away from cancer. Oh wow. And all the like there's like a certain charity that he uses for this kid that like gives the kid's family like a little bit of financial stability because like like this thing came and just ravaged this kid and the kid beat it back like twice but ultimately succumbed to it right wow but like whenever whenever you see that story and then like you hear about the great stuff that he's been doing with like you know bike drives and toy Mm -hmm. drives and like you know all the stuff that he did after the shooting here right that's a good dude. Yeah, like, like I, I saw a cereal the other day. Yeah, he's got a cereal now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't eaten it. I saw it at uh, at uh, the Vista, Vista Market. Yeah. Shout out to the yeah. Vista Market. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw it over there at the Vista Market, the Touchdown Squares. But I was gonna, go. I was gonna get another box, but I was like, man, should I get another box? Because if I do get it, I'm probably gonna like it. Then my big ass is gonna eat the other <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah. No, I did that with the Patrick Mahomes uh, fucking uh, cereal that he had that came out for. Oh, I love Patrick Mahomes. I, I've been so, so. I guess that's who you're going for. You see. 
I, I flip flop on this a lot, right? Because oh, I, I am a, I am a huge like. You got to respect what Tom Brady has done, man. Fuck yeah, him. like, like fuck we, him. I we, like him though. Yeah, and now I do. <laughs> but but we will never, like, we will never see that again, man. Like what yeah. what this dude has meant to the NFL, and like obviously it was him who carried the Patriots. Like, yeah. like we could put that thing to bed now. Yeah. It, yeah. it took one year for us to kill all the mystique of Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. Well, nah, dude. Well, <laughs> he had an MVP in Cam Newton, and look what it got him. It got him a nah, six Cam, and ten record, well, and they Newton barely got that. Yeah, Cam Newton is garbage. But that's the exact same roster that Tom Brady had to carry to the Super Bowl or to the playoffs last year. No, he lost. They lost. They have like ten players sit out the year because of the COVID. Defense doesn't carry from year to year. Look at the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. They had a top five defense last year. This year, that thing was garbage. Yeah. Defense defense doesn't carry right. Mm-hmm. But like, I love Tom Brady. I make this joke that Tom Brady's like number one on my man crush list because it oh, pisses shit. a lot of people off. <laughs> but that, that's to peel back the curtain if they're listening to this, right? Yeah. But you got to respect what it is that he does. And, like, I, I love that in every game, they're there mm-hmm. because of Tom Brady. Like, no matter yeah. what the team is, they're there. Like, like people are going to be like, well, you know, they got Gronk this year. Gronk did nothing. No, Gronk's worthless. Yeah, and Gronk, Gronk just is a just a body. blocker now. Yeah, like, that, a that's all body. he is, right? So, yeah, they got Gronk. And they're like, oh, well, they got Antonio Brown. Well, Antonio Brown's out for the rest of the playoffs, and he only played, like, six games. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, like, how important was he? Right. Then you look at that game on, on Sunday – how many of those passes that were intercepted were tipped right off the hands of Mike Evans? Yeah. Right? Like, some of those were, like, one of them was a really bad throw where yeah, Brady just, duck. like, throws it up there. But the other two were, they go right off the fingertips of Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. He's got to come down with those balls, right? Mm-hmm. But again, if the if the game's within two minutes and they give the ball back to Tom Brady, are you doubting that he's going to win? Yeah, right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, the, 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 the stomach is bubbling at yeah. that time. Yeah, no, no matter no matter who is on his roster. And right. now he's got an amazing roster around him, yeah, right? Yeah, he does. But that's Patrick Mahomes, man. Yes, sir. And th- this is the thing, like, for me, where we wish we could have got this as, like, sports fans, right? Mm-hmm. Where we wish we could have had, like, Jordan passing off the baton to, like, LeBron, LeBron. right? Or even Kobe, yeah. right? We wish this is stuff that we could have gotten. You don't you don't really ever see this. And someone told me the other day, like, well, what about whenever the Broncos played against the Panthers, where you had Peyton Manning handing the baton off oh, to uh, Cam. Cam Newton? Peyton Manning no. was a shell of himself. Like, like yeah. he was yeah. held together by duct tape and bubble gum, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then Cam Newton just fell off the face of the earth because that, that style for a quarterback gets it old work. real quick. Yeah, it doesn't work. You're watching the greatest quarterback we have ever seen go up against what could be the greatest quarterback we have ever seen, right? <laughs> yeah. Like what Patrick Mahomes does, I know people are like, oh, Aaron Rodgers has done that. Nah. Aaron Rodgers has won less conference championships than Patrick Mahomes has, mm-hmm. and this is Patrick Mahomes' fourth year as a starter. Yep. Just wrap your mind around that, man. Or I guess it's the third year third as a starter. Third year as a starter, yeah, because he only plays rookie year. <laughs> he only played that game against Denver. My God. So like, like, it's, yeah, it's just amazing, man. Yeah, cause I'll, Fuck so, the Chiefs. <laughs> I've got the Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't know shit. I don't know yeah, shit. Okay, shit so, 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 I don't know shit, I, I'm saying. I, I know boxing. <laughs> not, you don't know. Well, yeah, well, boxing well, is well no, I'll ask you this then, because like you got to know about Tom Brady, like the tug yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. So you've got to be torn, too, because it's like, fuck Tom Brady and then fuck the Chiefs. This is the first time ever that I'm going to go for Tom Brady. You fuck First time ever. You fuck. Be- because of the Chiefs, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so, so I've been... I can't go for the Chiefs. So I, I've, I've been a diehard Chiefs fan since 94 when Montana mm-hmm. got traded because Montana was my dude growing yeah. up. Yeah, I love that Montana. Um, you know, my dad was a huge Niner fan. I was a Niner fan. Huge, huge. Then when they fucked him over, I felt, I felt they fucked... Granted, he was on his downslide. That injury he had the last year there was fucking horrid. Uh, mm. But I mean... 
you gotta let the guy go out on his own yeah. on his own uh you know on his own way so when he came here to kc i followed him and i stayed there and um we've had uh, as kansas city Chiefs fans We've had some dark, dark, dark fucking years, man. Oh, yeah. Man. We've had fucking from Steve DeBerg to fucking, uh, fucking, uh, wow, what's this? Fuck, oh, fuck. I can't, I, it, it hurts so much you remember the fucking quarterbacks that they, I, yep. I just like, yeah. fuck it. And then we had Gannon right before he became Gannon yep. for fucking the Raiders. You know what I mean? That shit pissed me off. Trent um, Green. Trent Green, but he only, he was only good for like a year or two because he was still coming back from his fucking injury. And then we had all those other shit. We had Romeo Cornell for the fucking <laughs> two, and, two and 16 team mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. And then uh, that other jerk off that went to the Steelers. Uh, I can't remember the name of the coach, but he was a fucking prick. And then we finally landed Andy Reid and everything changed. But like I said, Mahomes, and, and, and I'll say this. My so my whole family they're all Texas Tech people. They've all gra- they've all got a, graduated, and anybody that's ever come out of there, you know, we had the dude from El Paso, uh, Eddie Britton, that went out there. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was in his class, and she would tell me, she's like, "Dude, this guy's you know this dude's amazing, but he hates football. Mm-hmm. He's in it because his dad forced him to play. Really, that's the only reason he did it. Because I mean, he even tried to get thrown off the team here. He tried to him and some other dude tried to shoplift the." Uh, uh, the little iPods and shit just could get kicked off the team, and but his dad was in the army, so he came in. He's like, "No, you're you're not getting nothing's happening to this kid." They're like, "All right," <laughs> so they gave his full ride to fucking tech. And I, you know, when I heard the trade that was made that day, uh, 2017, I believe it was, the year when he got traded, uh, we made the trade to get the number ten pick from the Bills. I was like, "Oh, please don't let." I was actually hoping for Watson. Mm-hmm. Because I know Watson was more accomplished at that time, and you know he, you know everybody liked him. Um, and when they mentioned Patrick Mahomes, I was the first one. Was like, ah, oh, we're fucked. Because <laughs> anybody in that system, mm-hmm. at the air raid system, any huge quarterback that had come out had always been garbage. They've always fucking sucked in the NFL. That game does not transition a lot because. In the NFL, people actually play defense. Yep. <laughs> and the conference was at the Big Twelve or or. Yep. Uh, Mahomes is in. There's no defense. It's all fucking. Mm-hmm. You know that's why they had the rare, uh, the when he played um, uh, well, Mayfield and the score was seventy to sixty three. There's no <laughs> fucking defense. They each threw for seven hundred. Uh, Pat Mahomes threw for like seven hundred fifty yards. He was responsible for like nine hundred yards. That yeah. was insane. It was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? So when you hear that, you're like, you know, anytime you hear somebody has a big arm, automatically you start thinking, oh, this dude's gonna be the greatest. But ninety nine percent of the time, it turns out not to be. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think, you know, the fact that Patrick Mahomes got involved with Andy Reid, Andy Reid has groomed them the right way. You know, they did that with Rodgers. Rodgers got to sit the bench for fucking, what, three, four years? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he just sat behind Brett Favre. Brett Favre didn't make it easy for fucking Rodgers. He fucking made that dude's life a living hell. And he would shit on him every chance he had. Oh, yeah. Oh, he would shit on him like he would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then luckily for Mahomes, he had Alex Smith, like you were talking about earlier with his injury. Um, that dude is one of the most humble cats from what I've seen. He will actually go out of his way to teach you to make you a better player regardless if you're taking his fucking job. Mm-hmm. He did it at Kaepernick. He did it at fucking uh, uh, Mahomes. And, and, and that's why he's really beloved. And then when, you know, I saw the 30 for 30 that they did on uh, Alex Smith was his recovery. Oh. Oh. How he had to go to a fucking, uh, what was it, San Antonio, right? Where he did mm-hmm. the, uh, he was recovering with the, with the, 
with the army guys that have come back and lost limbs from fucking uh, yeah, IEDs. Oh, no, it, it, and the fucking dude, he almost got his leg amputated. No, 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 he almost died. Yeah, it, it, you could <laughs> see his bone in his calf because oh, oh, it was fucking so, horrible. So, so what they had to do was like he got a blood infection in it, like mm-hmm. just one, like one minute to the next, right? They took off all the gauze and stuff, and they saw how bad it was infected. Mm-hmm. And the doctors went and told his family, like, we're not even caring about his leg right now. We're in life-saving mode. Yeah. And they had to, like, with, like, a like an ice cream scoop almost, take out, like, just chunks of, like, muscle that had become, like, coagulated and infected. Yep. So they basically had to take, like, a part of his, uh, of his uh, thigh out mm-hmm. and recreate a new calf and, like, a new front part of that leg for him. Yeah. Like, oh, like it shit. was insane, like, yeah. what he went through on that, man. Yeah, and he still has... Uh, on that calf, I think he still has a machine that that they sit up for him to keep on giving him like a electrical current mm-hmm. to give him that boost to give him that muscle. The muscle could react when they need him to move. And every yeah. game they were changing it up or whatnot to give it. And and that's what a lot of people don't realize is because of like all the damage that happened there. Like just the simple act of like moving your foot up and down, he cannot do that on that leg. Yeah. So it's it's, it's like a miracle that he could even scramble mm-hmm. and then like that's his plant leg throw the ball right but like it is insane that he can do any of that man yeah so Fuck. yeah so so when you see or when you hear you know he's just the football player mm-hmm. or you know these guys are supposed to be tough or they got all these drugs this motherfucker dude the shit he went through it was 18 months i think or yep. a little bit longer than that of, it, it, of was, rehab. It, was, it was nine months before he could even walk yeah Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the dude is amazing. And made a comeback. Yeah, and yeah. he actually played. And I remember the game, the, when he got into the game, was because the quarterback for the formerly Washington Redskins, now Washington, whatever the fuck they are, um, <laughs> got injured, Washington almost similar team. to the way the fucking he got hurt, because he got hurt the same way that Theismann got hurt mm-hmm. back Ooh. in the day. Same. I want to say it was even the same team. Same team is around the same date, about 35 years to the date. Same field. I mean, the, the who was it? The the Giants didn't. Yeah, uh, it was what, Lord, the, uh, Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor yeah, that took him out. Same exact thing. No, nah, with Smith it was the Titans. Oh, oh okay. I, like, I remember yeah. that. It was, like, it was the Titans. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it was the same field, same day, almost mm-hmm. to the day. Thirty-five years later, and that history repeating itself. And this oh, dude was fuck. able to come back. Amazing, amazing cat. But uh, that's that's what I love about sports. When yeah. you have those people, like you said, with Aaron Jones, the shit that they do off the field. Now, of course, everybody who's a Sunday quarterback is going to shit on them. Oh, you should have caught this. You should have done mm-hmm. this. Motherfucker, that, that's a game. These guys are changing people's lives. There, there, there's a reason why those guys play that game mm-hmm. and you're at home watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there, there's yeah. obviously yeah. a reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. But the, like, the best story for me was um, just this past Saturday, as a matter of fact, I had Steven Montes on that show that mm-hmm. I have for uh, Fire and Ice that you can hear on Saturdays at noon, right? Mm-hmm. He was talking about how like, like whenever he showed up, Right. He's like the fourth quarterback on the roster. Like, yeah. like he's, he's so far squad. down the roster that, that it wasn't even like anything worthwhile about. Mm-hmm. But Alex Smith would go out of his way and be like, "If you got any questions, come talk to me." Yeah. And so they they wound up being kind of like joined at the hip, and like he would like learn so much from Alex Smith mm-hmm. that like at a certain point in time, like the Washington reporters are like, "Look, this kid is always with the guy who's our starting quarterback." Right. Dwayne Haskins obviously didn't want to be there, right? No. Like, like he's going through all that shit, and hopefully he gets his mind right and gets you know a better yeah. opportunity now that he's in Pittsburgh. But that's the reason why, like, and it was so cool to hear that. 
in like the last couple of weeks of the season where mm. they're like, just put Montez in the game. Like, like we just want Montez to be in the game. Yeah. He had his, it, he almost had his chance. Uh, I, 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 I made such a like a big deal about that too because whenever Heineke got hurt against Tampa Bay in the mm-hmm. in the wild card round, I was like, "We're getting that sweet Steven Montez story, man! Like, like we are getting yeah. that. It's gonna make all the kids from El Paso so happy." Yep. I even messaged his dad. I was like, "We are getting this moment, brother!" Right. And then Heineke comes running out, and like at that point, Heineke was playing a great game, yeah, dude. Like, like he was climbing up the man list because mm-hmm. like the man crush list because he's he's going head to head with Tom Brady. Yeah. And he just plummets because he cock blocks Steven Montez from getting in that game, man. I was like, man, I will never like Taylor Heineke again. He's up there with LeVar Burton now. Yeah. <laughs> he's on that reading rainbow, rainbow level. Fun yeah, fun. I saw when he got hurt and they showed Montez, and I was like, yo, that's that El Paso kid. And I even told my old lady. She's like, nah, nobody from El Paso plays except for Eric Jones. I was like, no, trust me. That kid from Del Valle, right? Mm-hmm. Is that kid from Del Valle? He went to Colorado. The dude has an arm. He, he can play. He just needs an opportunity. A lot of people don't realize, like, his last year at Colorado, uh, I guess last year um, or the year before the last. Year before. He would, like, up until, like, the 10th week of the, of the season, he was in the Heisman, like, category because yeah. he was he was balling dude yeah, but was. like it's colorado and Sepak yeah, 12 and, cares about yeah. yeah so like he kind of tailed off there but like just having to do from el paso being in the heisman talk that's amazing that shows you he's a pretty decent quarterback yeah. and the fact that he went undrafted that's going to be a thing that's going to be a chip on his shoulder that's obviously like eventually going to move him forward if right. he uses it the right way yeah and, and hopefully he gets the opportunity to do so because i mean another guy from el paso living his dream making dreams come true would be awesome um and I know you had so I remember I don't know if you remember I messaged you on one on your tweet that you had put on about the Super Bowl about your Super Bowl pick that you had put uh, last month I believe right in December mm-hmm. you had said that it was going to be Tampa and Casey Casey winning it all. Yep. Oh, you shit. still sticking to that? Like I said, man, I'm flip flopping so much on this, but <laughs> but because I am that guy, right? Like yeah. any any time I put something out there, I want it to be out there. I want it to be transparent because. Right. You, again, you lose credibility with people whenever you're like, nah, 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 with a joke or whatever, right? Right. So for me, because I said it, I'm going to own it, right? right? So if Tom, and it's so scary for me because I never pick against Tom Brady. Yeah. But I'm going with Kansas City. That's what's um, up. You're, you're a smart man. That's, that's why we well, brought you on. Also, like, just like, like, just so you know, like my nickname growing up with like my family was Chief, right? Oh. And the Kansas City Chiefs are the former Dallas Texans. Yeah. So anytime the Chiefs win, it's a win for Dallas. And whenever it's a win for <laughs> Dallas, it's a win for the Cowboys, baby. That's the way that I look at it. Dang. It might, it might be dumb as hell, but that is yeah. the way I'm doing it. That's, that's a little bit of a stretch. I see like me saying, I fuck this guy or I fuck this girl. No, I, 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 think I like the first one better. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. fuck this. I didn't know about that. Shit, yeah, I fucked this girl that knew this girl that knew this other girl that knew Salma Hayek, so I fucked Salma Hayek. No, 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 but, 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 no, but, but, I, but I mean, if like that girl, you know, fucked another girl that fucked another hey, girl that fucked Salma Hayek, then very, I would say, yeah, man, you, very, you're close you to it. Was you there. fucked Salma Hayek. We're 12th cousins. <laughs> uh, so That's before, all El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> so before we go, give the people uh, the information where can we hear you where can we see you uh, Mike Tippin Just a Tip give them your whole breakdown again Just a Tip LLC on uh, Facebook that's where I do a lot of the streaming stuff at of course if you want to watch on Twitch it's going to be Just the Tip 915 mm-hmm. and on uh, Twitter at Mr. Tippin 33 that's where I have like a lot of like the majority of my stuff I do have a Just the Tip Twitter but I right. ignore it because I'd rather put my hot takes out of with my own voice right <laughs> uh, of course like I said Monday through Friday I'm probably not going to do one today just because I got so much to do but Monday yeah through friday uh 5 p.m just the tip show that's where i go i, I talk
talk about a bunch of sports. Saturdays, Fire and Ice with my dude, Brandon the Iceman Cone. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, every week on Tuesday, a brand new Sun City story. And like I said, that's the one that I really want to push because that's where we learn more about people that are in the city of El Paso, that are influential in the city of El Paso. Right. And it kind of opens your eyes to who these people are right. and why they are the way that they are. Fabulous. So remember, that guys, it's good. Mr. Mike Tipton. Uh, that's the, well, I can't, can't remember the, your handle on IG. Mr. Tipton 33. Mr. Tipton 33. Okay. I, I own all the MR Tipton 33s. <laughs> <laughs> so you go, guys. Hit them up. Listen to them. Support them. Show love. Show love to his sponsors, the EP Wing Factory, uh, Undisputed. El Paso uh, Wing House. Oh, El Paso Wing House. El Paso Wing House. Undisputed Craft House. Uh, the Top View Fitness and Shredskins. There you go. Shredskins. Definitely check them out. Um, it's been an honor, dude. We appreciate you taking the time Thank to come out here. Yes. You know, slumming with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go, guys, don't forget, go Chiefs. Hopefully, next time we talk, we'll be uh, on the uh, back to back, run it back. And until uh, next time, guys, don't be a dick. Can I, can I change my pick now? <laughs> <laughs>